From the great state of Texas, you're now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and yours truly, Benjamin Benji James, a.k.a. Blueberry Sugar, here for another fantastic episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music and shout out to one young, handsome Jeremy Masters on the ones and twos as well from time to time. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we Merry just passed the, 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 the little Christmas. I know some of you are off of work uh, for a little bit and enjoying nice. some quality time at home. Not myself, because of the line of work I chose to make my living in. Um, it's actually <laughs> probably the worst time of year and the most busy and the most stressful. So fuck everybody. Oof. But, uh, you mean like uh, selling a, uh, what is it? Uh, antidepressants? Side of the gas station. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I did. That's kind of what I did. And, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you're that's busy, good. man. That's you're good busy. stuff. That's good yeah. stuff. Selling, uh, you know, uh, used booster seats for babies and things like that. And, so, <laughs> oh, and you know, and you know, speaking of boosters, speaking of boosters, um, the former president Trump. Remember, we touched on this last episode. Was it last episode? That or was slick. Seventy nine. That was a slick transition. I'm telling you, man, that's, that's professional. That's, they don't call me blueberry sugar for no reason at all. There's there's simply uh, weight behind that. But so he got booed, right? We talked about this. Uh, his his crowd that he uh, what, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Cultivated, right? And hmm. this whole army that took over the capital, so to speak. If you oh, want to get really, if you want to get did. really crazy about it, I know Rick's going to get excited. Did. You know but we got to go. Is it, this is the post Christmas pre new year's podcast. So we have to kind of go a little aggressive right up front. <laughs> so, so if Rick gets a little pissed off, that's good. That's going to start the show off in a good, good fashion. So <laughs> gonna I'm, get, poke, I'm poking really the bear a little aggressive. bit. So, but I, I want to turn it over to Ben real quick. You've got some interesting thoughts on this. Uh, anyway, the, but, but just to cover where we're, what we're talking about last week or the week before, I can't remember. We had talked about Trump stating in public that he was he got the booster and his fans or his fans, his crowd fans, fans you know, boo, like uncontrollably booed him. Uh, and we kind of talked about the the theories behind that and kind of where his 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 movement is at. But Ben, what are your thoughts? What do you think's going on well, here? Well, then also he also went on to have a conversation with Candace Owens regarding this. Okay, and it got even worse. Like he's not only he doubled down on the vaccines and on the boosters, and basically said, "Yeah, I mean, like he still, of course, espouted the whole concept." And so this is when we were talking about this last week. He still espouted the, the 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 preference for personal choice. He said, "No, no, no. You got to do what you feel you need to do, right?" Yeah. But I'm doing this, and I think this is the right way. And people were still booing him for his personal choice, mm. which is almost ironic because you see all these Republicans screaming about personal choice, but once again, it's only personal choices if it's the choice that they want to if they want you to make. Right. right. Like abortion, uh, other things of that nature. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Fucking freedom. Unless it's against what we think that that's not cool. So the left. Left. Huh? Oh, yeah, no, it's go both. Ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Yeah. no you're right. You're I was right. just going to point that out. It, that's the same. Well, it regards. Yeah. It regards to this, to the vaccine thing. And like, once again, I'm not trying to say that the left has become an issue, but in our last discussion regarding this, you were talking about how these people worship science in a way. And were it's a wonderful thing. They were booing him because of the personal choice thing, but he explicitly stated 
that I believe in personal choice. Like you need to do it if you want to. I'm still going to get them. And I think it's the right way. And they still boot him. He's still being basically, uh, you know, kind of downvoted in a way, kind of removed from the conversation because of those, because of those beliefs. And to me, I think that kind of further points that this has become too dogmatic for the, for the Republican party to handle at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still thinking they're, they're booing the, the system itself. Right. I but, don't, but dude, I know he what you mean. Said I, that. He I know said what you mean. He personal said that. choice is okay. Personal and, you know, choice people is the right way. At that point, people should have been like, you know, yeah, clappy, you know, get it. Um, <laughs> but people, um, I don't know. I doubt that they're, they're booing. They're, they're booing. I don't think they're booing the president for. Yes, dude, they are. His personal decisions. Dude, there are right-wing pundits coming after him for saying that, even though he still said it should be personal preference. You know, um, if Rush Limbaugh were still alive, he would have set the record straight on this one. Like, the day it happened. Well, I'm, and you know know what? I, 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 well, I'm not one to, um, to talk much about Rush Limbaugh. Um, he was sensationalist in a way. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily know how he would have reacted to this, right? But oh, I don't dude, think he, it would have I don't think it would have been the way that Hannity and a lot of these other people have. I think he probably uh, would have been a little more sensible regarding I, I think so. He would, I, I, I mean, he to, shows yeah. for Trump. I mean, that's his boy, man. That's that's his right hand man, you know. Right, right. But um, and he would have been on the radio saying what I'm saying right now. Like, hey, guys, you know, the, he, that's his personal choice. This is what we respect. But see, um, that's what I'm trying to tell you. They're not respecting personal choice right now. Yeah. I, have you ever heard these stories about people who get angry because their people are wearing masks? And they're like, take off your mask, you know? Yep. You know? Yeah. I only do that whenever I see someone <laughs> in the car wearing a mask by themselves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That, that I too. I too dude. also do this. Yeah, I love Take that your one. fucking mask. You're in the car by yourself, man. Dude, we're we gonna affect the steering that. wheel. Come on. I don't get that. I don't get. I don't that. get that either, man. I think that when people do that, I think it's just um, a show. Like they're just trying to pander, or yeah, it is. What is their virtue signal? I don't oh, look that. at me. I'm wearing a mask inside a car by myself. Either I'm that, more, yeah. either that, or they've got somebody laying down in the back seat and you can't see them. No, I have a truck, so I get to see it. I hope man. not. <laughs> that sounds like, oh my God, that sounds like kidnapping 101 going on in that car. Why does have like, someone oh, in the trunk? It's like, yeah. oh, my, my kidnappee could possibly have COVID. Uh, um, you I'm know, eliminating I, all potential, uh, you know what I mean? Possibility. But so. once again, I'm all I'm saying is I really see, I don't, I still think that they're, even though he's saying personal choice, which if you've noticed President Biden today, did a, a little bit of a populist about face about COVID also today in talking that the federal government cannot dictate COVID, cannot cure COVID. He did say this today. This yeah, is a big I thought. Saw that. The, the Arkansas's Republican governor actually said, thank you, President Biden, because it is the states that will have to handle this problem. So, I don't know. I mean, you're seeing so, you're seeing you're seeing fucking Trump go hard and harder in the pain about about vaccines and his beliefs, and now you're seeing fucking Biden go a little bit more, you know, softening towards you know these these federal mandates kind of going away. Well, 
I mean, no, no, no. I, I don't, I'm not surprised about Biden saying that. It's just a trend of broken promises from his campaign. He said he was going to get rid of COVID. Now he's saying, hey, guys, government can do it. Sorry. I said something that I that I lied about again. So. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, it's just a trend, dude. <laughs> this was probably on their uh, the top of their fucking agenda. This is the priority to <laughs> unravel. To that. Yeah, unravel I think, I think all their just, campaign yeah. promises right before our eyes. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's going it's like down. Yeah, I, I said I was gonna. Uh, I said I was gonna cure COVID. Nah, shit, that's not gonna happen. One uh, by one, one by that. one, just tearing them <laughs> apart. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 nonetheless, you're starting to see this weirdness, right? Like, are we really are we in the upside down now? You're starting to see the the uh, the assailable right-wing conspirator QAnon everything person basically say oh yeah you probably should get this shit and the boosters and then you have you know the senile old man who has just been barking the orders of what everyone else is telling him to do basically stating now well you know the states bear the responsibility for COVID versus the federal government and that's just once again leading away away from mandates right I mean that's what he's doing He's backing away from federal mandates. Here, let's talk about the bigger picture here. Um, how fatigued do you think that the American people are getting about COVID? Done. I They're mean, done. We're done. We're done. We're, yeah, right? I'm done. I'm fucking I mean, done. It, I'm done. This I'm is, over it. Well, you're, you're in Texas. In Florida, I'm sure says the same thing. What about these blue states like New York and California who are doubling down on their on their I restrictions? I think I mean, they what enjoy about, it. I think they enjoy it. I think there's think a so? little. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah. I think it's a self uh, self-importance thing. I think we, we, we try to, I think like what, what, what we do against, well, like the anti-vaxxers in our States, their self-importance regarding not doing the vaccine. You just reverse it for the blue States that are hardcore blue. It's the self-serving the, the, I am, you know, you know, more righteous than you. Exactly. Indignation. I, 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 I think they enjoy it. I think it's a hard on for them. I think, I think if you, depending on where you're at, and the, the culturation behind it, it's just a hard on either way, you know? Yeah, but what do people in the middle think? I mean, people in the middle, okay, look, I got my forced vaccine because I need to work. Am I still going to hold off on having, you know, New Year celebrations and family gatherings for Christmas? No. I, I think I people are know. past that. They're no. past, no, I don't think anybody can yeah. do that shit anymore. Even no, people that stupid. I know, check this out, even people that I know that were like initially a year ago, like, no, I'm not coming to anybody's house. I'm not blah, blah, blah. blah. Are just like you know what fuck it i can't live like yeah. this anymore um most people you know i'm sure well, there's there's still a few but like it's been so long at this point and it's drug out in the waves the like oh we're just you know we're we're almost out of the woods you can see the light piercing through the tree leaves no. you know and then and then all of a sudden, like, no, 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 no. Here it comes. Oh, Macron. It spreads faster than anything you've fucking seen before. Everybody, your, all your coworkers going down. Everybody, I, fuck, I, nobody cares. Like, it's, I mean, they you care. They're they going movie theater. It spreads faster than before. Yeah, it's they got to get your whole family. <laughs> fuck, it's dude. If only I can, I'll take that paycheck. Hey, if anybody's out nice. there that has any connects into the voiceover, <laughs> voice over, voice acting world. Industry. Dude. That is impressed with anything you've nice. heard. Uh, dude, you could do mouth. voiceover for like yeah. gay French porn. For sure. Maybe, dude. <laughs> you if they pay, hundred percent, rock that. You would rock that. Like, oh, they fucking. If they pay, oh. be, I'll do it. <laughs> oh my I god! Promise. Could you imagine some of the dialogue from gay French porn? Oh my god! It would be. It would be. It'd be interesting. Episode eighty two. <laughs> don't they have a? Don't they have porn for the blind? Just give or me you, one week to do a little research. <laughs> 
Did what? They oh, they do. For the blind? Yes. Or they yeah. like, uh, dude, they got porn for fucking marsupials. They got porn for everything, man. Yeah. Porn yeah, for I think I saw them porn up one time. Not, I mean, my friend saw them porn. Yeah, you saw, oh, yeah. You, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Stuff. Well, I'll tell you, man. I'm a conservative fucking, Christian guy. That's so. fucking nuts. But, but, <laughs> but moving on <laughs> from the, <laughs> from the gay, from the gay porn and the porn for the blind. Um, one person who's not showing up in porn, at least not that we know of, Kamala Harris has been showing up in a lot of feel good oh, stories lately. Just oh, seen it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, you know what? Everyone, everyone has to get through school somehow. Um, but facts, but nonetheless, you have, a, you know, speaking of getting through school, student loans, etc. You've started seeing Kamala right. Harris start taking populist stances, in particular, this one now that she's starting to take in regards to student loans. I mean, basically, she started saying that we need to creatively tackle the student loan problem. And that she started being empathetic with the loaner saying, hey, there's a lot of people that could that have to make you know, decisions between family, food, and paying their loans, and we can't have that. So you gotta wonder what's what's kind of happening here. You know, they had her buried in the closet. She was she was supposed to deal with the uh with the immigration situation. And that she did below she, yeah, she did great. That was perfect. Yo, she got she really she got slimered from everybody <laughs> on that one. Boy, she really made the most of that one. That might be the Slimer of the Year award. I mean, everybody was blowing on her face. Everybody was. It was bad. It was bad. So now she's being given this big, huge cheese softball of student loans, which almost makes me a little optimistic for student loan borrowers because. Don't be. Well, no, no, no. Just hold on. Hold on. There could be something here. Right. What happens if now they're just like, I mean, because think about it. If they give her all of the things that Biden promised he was going to do, legalization of marijuana, um, you know, the student loan situation, universal health care, possibly. What happens if she becomes a champion of those type populist agendas? Okay. Um Let's just put it this way. Kamala has never really succeeded on her own accord. For The last person you want to be handling the student loan situation is Kamala Harris and thinking Bro. that you're going to get a result that you want. Well, Very well, likely what's going to happen is nothing. Right. Well, the, well, the reality is, is but you're saying that, right? But yeah. when, when does any of these people do anything? This is all a plan, right? This is all some type of foot, foot like laid out golden golden you know golden golden brick road whatever to to oz this is how she can get there right what if what is it follow the yellow brick road yellow brick road this is the yellow brick road to oz this is the yellow brick road to 24 i'm gonna tell you right fucking now if somehow she champions and is able to push through student loan dissolution we we legalization and some type of compatible universal health care or medicare for all Oh my God! She wins in a fucking landslide. Check this out. Hey, I just had landslide. Thought, ben, that, ben, that's a, that's. Oh, go ahead. What do you? No, got? no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. All I was gonna say is like, no, I. I what Ben is saying, um, I see that one hundred percent. Yes, I think that Biden was like the, the the what the fuck's the stepping stone, um, and they really fucked it up at first for. <laughs> 
for Kamala Harris to become the 2024 president. Because if you look at it, the Democrat Party, well, the way they are running it or the candidates they're putting forth, obviously they have some viable ones, but that's not their objective. Their objective is to force their their person, right? Which is could be her because of the potential. Oh, it's got to be her. The, the, it's good. Right. Be her. And so because she there's nothing else to put forth um, to sell her. Yeah, they're they're. They're letting her have these things, these almost softballs. Uh, well, I think immigration was supposed to be a softball. Right. And she fucked it up. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So well, I, everyone, I, everyone fucked that up. I, I believe what, no, but I believe uh, what you're saying is, is a hundred percent true. Like this is all deliberate. Oh yeah. I, I think they're having her take on these th- two at this point. And I would, I would predict that you will see, more of these issues come up where she's the mouthpiece for it. So they're, they're already setting up. Uh, oh yeah. And cause they have to, cause if Trump's running again, they better come with some shit. Yeah. And this because is, that's it. right. Regardless of what you think about Trump, like if he runs 2024, which it looks like he will, um, if the Democrats are fucking about like they are right now, that's yeah, it's a, almost a fucking guarantee. Well, I think for power, they're going to do whatever it takes. So I think Pelosi and them, they're completely against these type of things. But I think that now the greater structure, which is the actual true power behind, you know, behind Democrats or these representatives is the DNC. And I think the DNC is starting to see that there's a huge possibility they're going to lose power and massive amounts of power. They don't want it. They don't want a repeat of 93 when, you know, Gingrich brought in all the freshmen, the 125 Republicans, when they completely decimated Democrats, they don't want that situation to occur again. So I, I would not be surprised to see her take up the mantle on these populist issues and get them passed. But and you want to st- hear something very quickly, get them passed. Right. Not, not like half ass, like I, and, and this could be, I mean, this could be a strategy. This may not be, but I do see something's happening here. So everyone just kind of tune in for the next couple of months, especially watching this student loan shit. I I bet you by May, half of the people that have student loan debt, it'll be dissolved. Right. But here's the thing too, like regarding Kamala Harris, she's still going to fuck it up. That's what I see. That's what I, that's what I see happening. I, I agree with Ben that this for sure, that's a deliberate strategy. Um, I don't. I think she's. Gonna, I think she's gonna I, go through it. I think she's I, gonna go through it, and she's gonna. I think she's gonna crush it. I no, really. I, I do mm. see this. The way they're building her up, they kept her in the background. What fucked up the immigration thing was the border patrol. They saw what was oh, happening. No way, they man. Fucking hate no her. No way, dude. No, no, no. That if you look at what happened, come on. They brought out horses. Who the fuck yeah. uses horses? And then of course. You got some police uses horses. Uh, you got the bend. Yeah, during <laughs> during Mardi Gras, during Mardi Gras, they they don't use it for like. Come on, no, they arrested that dude. Remember, the, the, he was in the news. <laughs> they had him in a lasso. So walked stupid. him over to the oh, uh, the police station. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, that that was another great use of horse. You know, maybe equine strategy should not be utilized in law enforcement <laughs> at all. But nonetheless, I mean, they need, I, they need sharpshooters. 
and people oh, are like, boy. you know, like the Apaches, you know how they used to go on sideways on their Indians, you know, I mean, oh, their uh, horses, yeah. Sideways, sideways on their Indians. Sideways on their Indians. Uh, you know, that was something else I saw. <laughs> Never mind. That was a good movie. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I do. I, um, I don't, I don't like Kamala Harris, right? I still think she's a piece of shit. That's not what my thought process is revolved around. I think now the Dem- DNC has a new strategy. Okay, going but here's the thing loans. Huh? specifically student loans that i think she doesn't have to she doesn't have to convince congress she can just she has to convince the senile old man to go ahead and, and stop student loans for now bro, or pause bro, them or it, it, i mean it's it's not i mean it's, it's weekend something at that the breast can do now it's weekend at bernie's all you got to do is give him a give him a piece of candy and tell him where to but sign he's not, he's he's not responding it. to it and kamala's not convincing them if that's the case i think because they're i think the dns i think this is strategy they're fucking this is the drama bro this is the this is the this is the foreplay before everything starts getting going dude because i think they wanted to build up this i think they're trying to build a character here they're going to depend i'm telling you if they utilize the populist movement we got you, you fucking Trump got elected on similar policies, on similar type actions. I'm it's, telling you, man, something something could be brewing here with fucking Kamala Harris. I think that's what they I think it's too late for her. No, I don't it think is so. too late. You got. I 20, don't think 2024 so. is coming up. You're gonna have the Republicans take over the House and the I Senate. Think so they're not gonna cooperate with it. Long two years, very long two years, very very long two years. I hate to say this, executive. Yeah. They want it that way. They want to show the Republicans going against all the populist things, just like the Republicans try to have the Democrats doing the same thing. This is just a reversal. I, I think the populist tickets can be passed by executive actions, and they're going to try to show that they worked with the Republicans. Republicans said no. It's just they're reversing the tables now. I think the Democrats work better when they're the backs against the wall. I, I'm being, I, I really think that the, this is a strategy that I think is going to show Kamala Harris. She's going to definitely improve her ratings, if not become more popular. Because, or just be a lame duck vice president. It could be. It could be. But I don't yeah, think so. I think, I think so. executive action is going to win the game. And, and I'm not trying to say this. And like I said, I'm not saying this because I like Kamala Harris. I do not like Kamala Harris. Who Dude, should are you wearing a Kamala Harris t-shirt then? Okay, okay, it was on sale. All right. Um, <laughs> but no, but seriously, it should have been fucking Bernie Sanders, you know, Bernie Sanders all the way. But that would have been a good president for the United States. But I do see something happening here. I do feel like, you know, and, and American people, it'd be up to whether or not they're going to get tricked or whether or not the type of changes in, in, like impacted by her will be enough to kind of get it past the fact that she's a narc hosebag that, you know, is basically just clown shoes. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Well, I just, you know, whatever, whatever she comes up. up with, she's going to go to Charlemagne the God and, uh, Oh boy. You know, <laughs> oh boy. And just release all the, her, uh, you know, that's, that's oh her boy. press conference right there. You know, oh that's where she goes. She doesn't come to skip God. the noise. I don't know why. Oh, you know, I, I, know. I don't know why. Oh boy. That would be come here to talk Bro, about, her, about we, her accomplishments. We'd have dudes anyway. jumping through our windows with like ropes and shit. We would, it would last 31 seconds. What's oh that? God. Like all the shit that we would say to her, we would literally be arrested within minutes. But hey, you know what? <laughs> listeners, skip the noise, listeners. You want to become a legend? 
start tweeting or whatever social media <laughs> means you have necessary to uh, poke the bear of one Kamala Harris and <clears throat> ask her to come on, skip the noise. Oh boy. Ask her to email. Hey, you know, you got a, a dream starts somewhere. So dude, it's not going to happen, but it'd be fun. If uh, whatever listeners felt so engaged, uh, you have my permission uh, to tweet at her or however you feel like you can get to her and ask her Bro. to come on, skip the noise. You know, I had yeah. this weird dream actually. Did you? Uh, I don't know. Talk about Just it. Okay. It was actually very short. I, I dreamt that first of all, I, I robbed the bank okay. and then that I started hanging out with Ivanka Trump. Isn't that weird? Huh. That, all, that, that makes weird. sense. That completely makes sense. 100% makes sense. Actually, you know, I, your dream, that's, that, that is about as, as, you know how like there's these cryptic meanings behind dreams? Yeah. Your dream does not have a cryptic meaning at all. It's about as plain as reality. simple as yeah. possible. It's reality. I want to be a crook <laughs> to hang out with more crooks. <laughs> Fucking great. No, man, but in my dream, she was a total angel, you know? So, oh, you know, I it was actually a really was. good dream, yeah. I bet she was. Yeah. I bet she was. And, I, Lane, you know, the whole Lane dream, I, she was I was hanging out with angel. her, you know, at Bullside and stuff at the hotel. And I was, talking, I was checking over my back to see, make sure the cops weren't coming. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that was my whole dream. So it wasn't really a restful night's sleep because I was always anxious that I was going to get arrested. But it was also <laughs> a cool dream because I was hanging out with Ivanka Trump. So anyway, okay. just wanted to put, throw that in there. Oh. You guys know what, what's going on in my head. Boy, sounds nice. That sounds oh. nice. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't, I don't have time for therapy, so this is it. You know, I so, like it. Okay, I like it. It's pretty good. Um, so, so moving on. Um, Ben, why don't we touch on this uh, CIA controversy? This kind of thing we're kind of talking about a little bit earlier uh, before we started up in the yeah. pre-show discussion. Why don't you? Why don't you lay impact upon us some of this? Some of this interesting, yeah, this is a little kind of disgusting and terrifying. Concerning. Yeah, so you know, all at the same time, as you and know, CIA, so you know go- government <laughs> government agencies have not been the most trustworthy establishments or organiz or whatever, whatever you want to say. They're a cartel. Recently, yeah, I mean, this has always been the case, but um, especially here recently, you know, cartel lease operates with rules. Okay, cartels yeah. have rules. No, it's true. <laughs> Governments don't. It used to mean something to be part of the cartel. Exactly. CIA and FBI, hey. they don't they don't have that shit. Look, bro. They, Look, they don't. Bro. Cartels they... have rules. Okay. CIA so... does not. <laughs> okay. Let's be very honest. Okay. Let's not That's true. Let's not, That's true. Pull, let's not pull down the cartels. Okay. Let's what Benji's about to talk about is something the cartels would definitely not do. This is the they number do a lot one of crazy rule. shit, but they don't this. do this shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> continue. Continue. So recently it was discovered, um, and this was all sort of uh, the the beginnings of this came from BuzzFeed or uh, BuzzFeed, right? Everybody jokes about BuzzFeed's got the the little clickbaity news articles and shit like that. Well, apparently they did a public records request, multiple, like going back for years and years and years, uh, regarding I guess rumors of some. Uh, people within the CIA that uh, a bunch of basically either sex crimes involving minors or child pornography. So there's at least, I want to say 10 to 12 cases documented of said individuals within the CIA 
getting busted with either the range, everything ranges from possession of child porn to, um, you know, trading and buying pornographic material involving minors, all these type of things. Only one of these in this like 12, 11, 10 to 12 cases was charged with any kind of crime. So obviously the, the message here is, and it was actually stated in some of these that um, no legal action was further taken because of the sensitivity of what the information that would be brought about by a potential trial. And you know what so, the uh, sad yeah. part is about that? That one guy that was probably charged, he was probably charged because he did the wrong paperwork. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh, boy. no, no, really. He filled but... out form 4396 instead of 4397. <laughs> now he got arrested. Hey, no, no, it's 4897B minus four. <laughs> That's why he got arrested. That's man. why he That's got arrested. That's dumbass went to jail. Anyway, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, no. this is the way gonna, the government works. If you're going to commit sex crimes, you must fill out this form, but <laughs> B, and only half a section seven. Yeah, yeah, you leave the other section to the office. <laughs> So, so a little bit of perspective here. <laughs> That's the office. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just thought, so you know, I, I hate the government. That's why I need. I could tell. <laughs> we know that the other parts for office use only. He fell down. That's <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. But no, the thing is, like, so obviously the 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 problem here is that protect in other words there's no checks and balances for fucking anybody within the cia you have a government agency that can just run amok and do the worst the most heinous of all fucking crimes if you ask probably 99.9 percent of the population you know what i mean which criminals worse than murderers worse than anything you can you can think of sex crimes against minors is pretty much the worst shit you can do which um almost unanimously would according to most people would deserve the harshest of punishments yet within the fucking central intelligence agency, these individuals, they're just in order to protect the secrets air quotes, they're allowed to get away with literally the worst crime imaginable in Western society. What does that tell us? We've already talked about in previous episodes about the FBI and, and all the fucking fuckery that's that's mounted up in recent years, including the plot to kidnap. Was it Minnesota, Michigan? Fuck. Why? Did, I feel like a dumbass. Yeah, um, I think it was, <laughs> was uh, Michigan. It, it was. No, no. no. Oh, Michigan. well, fuck it. <laughs> whatever. No, whatever M state up north. The fuck <laughs> it was. And this is ridiculous that we don't know. The this one shit. with Governor Whitmer. Because <laughs> we. T- yes, we know the governor's fucking name, but we just can't. Somebody get on the. the so we don't fuck this up. Any worse. It's late. Do you guys realize that when we record these, it's late as fuck, and like there's a lot of shit. We just worked like twelve hour work days. Yes, exactly. So, so how to deal with the kids, put them in bed, bro. So yeah, so sometimes sometimes the most simply simplest (laughs) of facts are go overlooked. So Ben, you're a man on the spot, please. Okay, so I'm looking up uh, just so we. At least I feel good that we present the correct information. Hold on a second, CIA. Hey, but here's the thing though. Um. So CIA agents, you know, they 
abused kids and whatnot. What, under what context? What's what were they like in a third world what country or something? Context? They just got, got caught. No, no, no. So, know, so I'll just in go Thailand or something. What was no, going no, no. on? So here's a couple of them. were just uh, 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 oh, and not only that, uh, a few of these cases. This activity, this online activity, was going down on CIA time with CIA equipment like laptops and such. Some of this wow. stuff came up, you know, I can't speak individual. I'm not going to sit there and break down each individual thing, but I'm just saying in general, I'm throwing a bunch of facts that could be intermixed with uh, a number of these, these cases that, uh, that came out. So yeah, some of these happened through, uh, you know, informants. Some of it happened through somebody's fucking laptop being unattended. Uh, so what shit like f- that, but this is going on with, fucking cia uh computers and on cia time like it's fucked enough that the individuals involved that's what they do for a living but the fact that they're actually fucking doing it on taxpayers time and they're not getting charged with a crime yeah this is more fucked up dude (laughs) This is more fucked up than any of the big high pro. I'm not going to go individually because I don't want to get fucking sued, torched or sued. But name your big public national news fucking trial. Any of these individually to me. Destroy that and how fucking slam slam dunk and open and shut it would be on fucking government time. There's also, yeah. um, I read the article too. There's also an Epstein connection too. No, oh, yeah. Where, where the CA uh, instructed some uh, law enforcement agencies to stay away from, from Epstein. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, also this happened with Manson. Yeah. This happened to Manson too. He was also considered, I believe, an asset. And he was actually basically like in several occasions was let out of prison on multiple occasions, despite being multiple time offender, et cetera. And yeah. he was let out in a couple of times, like they would say, why'd you let him out? And he goes, it was above my pay grade. Yeah. He just called in to say, let him out. It's kind of interesting how some of these CIA informants or FBI informants are basically given this crazy, you know, immunity to basically do whatever they want to. And that that's the kind of scary part right there. So yeah, yeah, this is definitely a pattern that they've been doing for a long time. So it's just sad that once again, it reinforces this, this really scary thing that there really is an undercurrent of human beings in power that have like seriously sick perversions in regards to children. Like it really is kind of like, you know, you hear Alex Jones and you hear all these fucking people saying some wild shit about the, the crazy child trafficking and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, with the CIA thing, it kind of just shows like even our guys, like every, like it shows how far in this weird perversion goes. I mean, you got Epstein, you got the implications of who he had involved in it. It's just a really weird, gross thing going on with really rich people and children. It's kind of disgusting. I mean, it's just, it's deplorable. Yeah. I think you're right about the rich people thing. Right? Um, what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, when you say that, I, the first thing that came into my head was John Benny Ramsey. Oh, yeah. That's I weird. mean, 
you know, yeah, the parents were rich, affluent. They, that's that's who they used to hang out with. And the little girl, I mean, you know, God bless her soul, she was murdered. But in the way she was murdered and everything, I mean, it's just, it's something about rich people. Sometimes I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe they have too much time. Maybe they don't, maybe they have enough money for lawyers to get out of it. I don't know. Well, they feel like but, they're uh, above reproach. You know, I think that they're above the law. And not every, I'm just saying in general, I think that tends to be the case and why some of these things that are like unbelievable, like you couldn't even imagine. But when you get to that level of power, like an Epstein and you have that many connections and you're so tied in, well, especially with him, that's a whole nother animal. Cause obviously I think the biggest thing with him is he had so much shit on like so many Dude. powerful people Dude. that like and money he literally ruled, given to ruled the world, you know, and he was, he was above the fucking law. And I oh, think yeah. that's how he lived. And, and once it finally came down, you know, uh, <laughs> once you mean yeah. he was hanging around. Um, Oof, yeah, true, true, true. He true. got <laughs> fucking smoked, bro. It's just, yeah. It's just, it's just how it goes with these, 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 the sick, there's just a sickness. And you know, the, the scary thing was, is that there seemed to be quite a bit of a weird perversion with that occurring also across the pond. You know, that one British, the BBC guy who got oh, busted yeah, 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 with yeah. this crazy thing. And this also this underground, it's just something very strange. Oh, Prince Albert. Rich people. Was it? Uh, yeah. And Prince Jimmy's Albert, right. Uh, Jimmy Savile, I think, was the he was like the the show the host, right? The yeah, show. yeah, yeah. And he uh, had, and but yeah. there was a whole underground current of this occurring. And yeah, then you know you throw in pedophiles and priests and stuff like that. It just seems like there's just this weird sick undercurrent, like this disease, this cancer in in our society with people with power that just tend to just the sick the perversions they commit. I don't yeah. know. It's just fucked up. This is fucked up. But um. But to, to continue upon this morbid trend, um, unfortunately, uh, another child has been impacted in L.A. in a police shootout that went array, and a young 14-year-old was killed by a stray bullet in a dressing room. Uh, completely by, The complete bystander um, was not part of the situation at all. LAPD has released footage of it, and... Um, yeah, her name was Valentina Oriana Peralta, and it passed through a dressing room wall. That's how she died. So, or like at a Target or something? Uh, no, it was a, it, basically they they don't really name the name the story. It just said it, sh- it occurred in a uh, shopping center located in North Hollywood, and apparently they were the police said they were firing at a suspect who had assaulted another woman. The suspect was twenty four year old Daniel Elena Lopez. Who was also killed. So well, that's a good part, right? Basically, well, yes and no. I mean, like, what's what was the amount? Um, hold on. So basically, body 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 cam video appears to show police witnessing what appeared to be the end of the attack. Several officers approach the scene. One exclaims that the woman is bleeding. A few seconds later, multiple shots are heard, and the suspect who appears to have retreated a few feet away from the victim prior to the shooting falls to the floor. Police then placed the gentleman in handcuffs and where he was transported and died. Uh, and of course, unbeknownst, uh, the bullets that they fired went through the wall and killed the 14-year-old. So this is just another sad, sad tragedy. 
unfortunately, just, you know, wrong place, wrong time. But, you know, the real question will be whether the officers showed excessive force in a situation. They are in a shopping center. And yeah. to just start busting caps like a motherfucker, that's just not a good idea. Oh, what's the reason? I mean, did the guy pull out a gun and was going to shoot? No, anybody? they say the body cam basically shows he saw, I guess he, he whooped his, uh, you know, someone's ass, a female's ass. I don't know if they were together or not, but typically in these events, you know, you can assume it's a domestic type situation. He whooped Those her the ass. Most dangerous, you know that. They are, they are. He, yeah, cops she, usually get shot during domestic violence situations. Well, she was laying on the ground bleeding. He had already retreated away from her. So, you know, what, you know. I mean, did she look like he was going to pull out a gun? No one's saying anything about a gun being pulled. I mean, yeah, but I mean, were the cops telling him to get on the floor, first of all? I'm sure they were. So basically what happens is the the police, the police witnessed the very end of the attack. And so several officers approach the scene. One exclaims that the woman is bleeding. And then a few seconds later, multiple shots are heard and the suspect who appears to have retreated a few feet away from the victim prior to the shooting falls to the floor. I'm pretty sure that news article is missing a detail. The part uh, where the uh, cops say, get down. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Um, but nonetheless, that's a lot of excessive force in a public space. Right. I mean, at that point in time, is that is I don't know. Sometimes you have know, to man. really think about de-escalation, escalation techniques. Like once again, I'm just all I'm saying is these cops really need to be trained better. I just well, think that there's got to be better ways. I mean, I could. I, mean, that, I guarantee you, had they had he had a weapon, they would have said that in any article. I don't think so. Yes, they would have. They would oh. have said like, no. "Oh, he had a weapon." No. Had, and, well, the no. LAPD, the LAPD released the body cam. They would have said that. The the, the yeah. body cam was released by LAPD. Yeah. So they would have said, oh, well, look, he had a weapon. So that's why we shot him. They haven't said that. Or it appeared he had a weapon or something like that. They didn't say any of that. None of that was released. This is their statement. Is the release of the body cam footage. But, um, okay, first off, you know, you got to understand right now, LA has a shortage of police officers because dumbass politicians there decided to defund them. So there, there, you know, the few, very few that are still there um, are very apprehensive in pursuing crimes. You know, you either take a laissez-faire approach where you're like, nah, fuck it, man. I'm going to sit in my car and collect the check or I'm going to do my job and uh, see what I will see what I can do to help my community. I don't know about, you know, it's unfortunate, but cops are on edge right now. And it's unfortunate this this little girl had to lose her life at the age of 14. Uh, it never should have happened. Uh, but it could just be a, con- a consequence of wrong place, wrong time. Uh, this is my, my take on that. No, you're right. I think I think it's wrong place, wrong time. But unfortunately, I think at some point, a lot of these, I think we're we're having issues where, um, well, see, in the in the words of Joe, uh, not Joe Rogan, see, no, um, you know Seth what? Rogan, so, <laughs> that's a part of city life. <laughs> well, nonetheless, <laughs> that's my Joe Rogan, my Seth Rogan impression. Joe Rogan. Okay, so yeah, no, he definitely couldn't impress Joe Rogan, man. That, he didn't that, have a gun or a knife. They're saying he was beating up the person with a heavy metal cable lock mm. around. So basically, Dude, had, fuck, man. No, Come on, no, is no. it bash your head in or something? No, no, no. He had the 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 cheap brass knuckles where you put the lock around one of your two your finger your knuckles. And you, I mean, 
Oh, is I, that I is that enough to get shot for? He had already retreated. Yes, you should not. Um, <laughs> but was that enough for them to bust caps like it's fucking the OK Corral? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Once again, it's know. just a it's a very sad sad situation. It's it's just kind of kind of shitty. So unfortunately, a poor fourteen year old child held, uh not to get to go home. So yeah. So moving on, yeah. but just like I guess a lot of people that work for Apple. They don't get to go home, right? Right, Ben? What's the oh, story on this? Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Rick? I think Rick Rick was going to bring this one. In, oh, I think. yeah. So, uh, you know, I think what was it like the Christmas Eve or two days before Christmas? Um, some 50 Apple employees staged a walkout across about 10 stores. So that amounts to about two employees that didn't show up basically, <laughs> per store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. One or two so, employees well, that didn't show up uh, per store. So it was a very small walkout, but their statement um resonated <laughs> with a lot of with a lot of apple employees and some people but not enough to make any reason any changes but i'm glad they did it uh they they made a statement you know not i don't agree with what they were saying but good to you know good for them good for them i'm i'm happy they did that and and they had some media attention for it but uh some of the things that they were requesting i don't know if y'all want to know yeah know, please what the walk was about yes yes of course, right. of course so, we want to. so ba- Basically, they said that um, they deserve to work in a respectful workplace. All right. They deserve paid sick time. Apparently, they don't have sick leave. Apple employees don't have sick leave. Oh, um, and any vacation time is accrued on an hourly basis. So if you work X amount of hours, you accrue X amount of hours of vacation time, which is, you know, it's reasonable, I guess. But it depends how much time you accrue. I mean, is it worth it? Is it worthwhile? It depends on, um, the, yeah, it depends on the math, but, but yeah, definitely yeah. it's. Yeah, Some of the things that they were, they're trying to make their workplace better is that they want N95 masks to be distributed to the employees. Apparently mm-hmm. they don't have sanitizer stations. I don't, I, I, I don't know who doesn't anymore, but I thought, I thought they might have. I mean, I thought everyone had those before I know. the pandemic, right? Like people are just like, let's Especially not have dirty ass people in phones. our buildings. I mean, yeah. you don't need COVID to tell you you need a, a hand sanitizer in the area. So, no, right. Um, yes, that's accurate. And this one actually I do agree with: band loitering in the stores. How many times do you want to look at a computer and you got some dude like just surfing the net and you know yeah. downloading his music and stuff? You know his rap video on on YouTube. Uh, at one of his what? one of the stations. Why is oh, it? Yeah. Wait, hold on it, a second. It happens here in the gallery a lot. People okay? upload their rap videos. Yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> Why is it gotta be rap? Okay, I, I think this is uh, a little. I think we're a little. Uh, what a rap? What? I think we might be a. What? I, you think a I, don't think this, I think this might be an unfair assessment that you're uh, I mean, you're doing there, Mister. Mr. Brown people, Python. Right, people rap too. I mean, you know, okay. I've seen Hispanic well, people rap. I mean, it <laughs> funny part, I hadn't it's even gone there yet. It's mainly young people, though. I was actually I going along that. music genres. You know, there's a lot of a lot of rockers that might drop their albums also. <laughs> rockers. Oh, no, they buy Apple computers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. And here we go. Anyway, uh, so they want to ban loitering in stores, which I do fully agree with because I don't like sharing those computers. They're nasty. Um, and what else? Um <laughs> Uh, oh, and and that's it. I think uh, respectful workplace too. So apparently, uh, the thing that bothered me the most was that they didn't have sick leave, which is kind of strange. You know, yeah. you deserve to, to. You know, if you're if you're sick, man, I mean, take a day off and and get paid. You know, it's just, well, especially especially, especially uh, in a pandemic. You know, yeah, especially in a pandemic, especially if you're Apple. 
Yeah. Come on. Could be, would, it, would it hurt you to give your employees some paid time off? Some sick leave? I, I, I don't know. I mean, do What's you really tough? need to live in that round disc of a spaceship in California? I don't think so. <laughs> no. And, and so, you know what? The, the, so the, the overall the overarching theme uh, of that we've seen again and again and again and highlighted by, uh, you know, post-COVID is companies like Apple, Amazon that rule the world, uh, their workers are are speaking up. And this was a drop in the bucket, right? 50 employees total, you said. And yeah, that kind of what's it like, I don't know how many different locations, but yeah, at the end of the day, it didn't, it's like <laughs> Apple didn't really take a hit, but this was a public store or a, uh, you know, a big uh, newsworthy story. And it showed that they did organize on a very small level. But they did organize the same thing with like uh, the Amazon thing, right? In Alabama. Uh, there, there's been strikes. I mean, yeah. in other words, yeah. the labor movement is catching steam because it's becoming more, uh, it's more up in the open how these companies that are, tri- dude, Amazon like tripled their fucking profit. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Fuck? Profits. Oh yeah. Not, oh yeah. Not, oh, yeah. Not, you lock down, you lock down Main Street like, and you move everyone to the internet. Yeah. Of course yeah. you're gonna make a profit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, exactly. So oh one last thing that they requested, no. which I don't agree with, by the way, is appointment only shopping. So I can't walk uh, I, I don't know about that. I walk into the okay, mall. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that, man. I like yeah, no. Nah. Like, you know how hard it is to drive through the through the gallery area and then yeah, find parking. That, that, I'm not gonna yeah, make that, that appointment. That, <laughs> well and here's the thing too they probably don't want that either like first sure word problem this up. <laughs> yeah no it is because well and here's the thing too appointment i don't think if you're an apple employee especially one that works at an actual physical location storefront um you probably don't want appointment only because you want foot traffic that gives you more chance to sell your stuff and potentially work more hours right or like in other words the labor I think would drastically shrink if, uh, or their labor force would drastically shrink if it was appointment only because you're controlling, you're, you know, funneling the amount of people that can actually get there and potentially buy products. So I don't think they really want that if they thought that through, but uh, maybe there's more to it. I don't know, but, but in in other words, I guess the whole thing, like I said, though, is these, um, yeah, the the labor movement has caught a little bit of steam because of all this shit. And people are, it's not a secret, right? Like this is very public knowledge that these fucking billionaire moguls are going into fucking space and basically tossing their money around and their gold fucking cheetahs in their tossing it's, salads, it's, it's tossing money. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And the average fucking person is taking it right up the fucking ass. And so it's tough for people to fucking <laughs> deal with, dude. Am I wrong? They're getting their fucking cheeks clapped. <laughs> well, these motherfuckers are like, hmm, let me see how many inches I can get in this fucking space <laughs> with a bazillion dollar. This might be a little aggressive. I mean, you know. Are we still talking about, about Apple? Yeah, I know. Are we talking about Apple still? I mean, or did we go back to the to the French porn film story as you're working on? A little bit of both. Well, We're another uh, another thing about Apple, and I'm going to be trashing Apple today. 
Um, so the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, blocked Apple's bid to um, to. Okay, so they squashed um, Apple's bid to block shareholders' um, proposal on forced labor. So basically, the the shareholders of Apple, people who buy shares, I guess in bulk quantities or whatever, they wanted the uh, the the board members at Apple to prepare a report on how it um, what what it does to deal with forced labor in China from either its primary or secondary sources. And Apple, for whatever reason, wanted to block that report from being made. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, Apple is becoming, uh, you know, if, if you weren't, if you were blocking it, you'd be proud of it. You'd want to announce it. Hey, look, this is what we're doing to block forced labor. But, but they want to block that report from being made. And the most, the most logical reason is, be, is because they're probably not doing anything about it. And they probably know about it too. Yeah, you know, you're gonna have a, you're gonna find out you got a bunch of Uyghurs uh, making iPhones, or go yeah, back no to shit. concentration camp. You know, <laughs> no, for <laughs> and real, that's how we get our iPhones. <laughs> and you know what's crazy too is like, so so put that in perspective, right? You got these Apple employees to work at the mall, <laughs> these walking Apple out. Well, I know I said Apple employees, not Apple. Boys. I said these Apple boys. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? The all right, fuck? we're going hey, deep. Now we are. Now we are. So you do have some Apple boys that are taking a little walk and they don't want to go to work because they're not getting enough breaks. I'm an um, Apple boy. And then you have, then you <laughs> actually have like slave laborers making the things that they sell. That's a little ironic, isn't it? It is. It is. It it's is, fucked dude. up. Now you know why Apple is one of the top grossing companies in the world because they have slave labor and then they don't pay for sick leave on their employees here who sell yeah. the product. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. that's, that was my whole thing earlier. You know, and the thing it's is, like, we we love Apple, you know, and this and that. You know, we say good things about it, but going back to the whole cartel analogy, at least they pay people who grow their product they pay people who move their product and the people who sell their product. Everyone ends up winning, you know, and <laughs> I'm just saying, well, okay. I mean, yeah, their HR might, might need a little help and corrective action sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but, but they're, hey, but buddy. you know, I mean, you have Apple here who's, sell, who's not selling narcotics, they're selling iPhones and electronics, <laughs> but they're, they're utilizing forced labor and they are treating their employees here who sell their products, who distribute their products like shit. Yeah, and, they and that's avoid, okay. That's, it, that's no, but then that's, that's every company. That's though? fine. That, that is every company. company. It is every company. And they, I mean, I mean, what well, are they doing not, that's so my different company. than any other Fortune 500 company? Not, not my company. My company, we. Uh, yeah, not yours. You know, no, no, they just have to we, read your book, My Struggle. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I just I talked to them out of starting families. And then and you stuff, have bands. And, you have bands that march around your building. Da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. You're just like all like. <laughs> <laughs> you got uniform on. Um, no, but that's, but isn't that what every <laughs> people waving flags out yeah. of balconies across for, the, for some reason yeah. you get on a pulpit and start like screaming in German. Actually, um, I get off to the second floor balcony and I'm, and I'm like uh, speaking okay. out of my microphone and I got my oh, nice golden hair on boy. and everything. Oh, golden. Golden. <laughs> oh boy. But, but nonetheless, that's what every fucking company does. Right. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Off. Apple speeches in a low voice, and then I go on higher and higher. Oh, you know, that's good. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Oratory, yeah. Oratory. Like technique. I said, ladies and gentlemen, 
<laughs> I will never retract this statement. Rick is literally Hitler in art school. Okay. It's just one, one wrong step. And we're going to have the Mexican Fuhrer over here. But um, yeah, I mean, that's every big corporation to me. But, but right now what Apple's doing, yeah, that's, I mean, Foxconn, right? Isn't that really Apple? I mean, Foxconn's yeah. the one that produces all the processors. I mean, they had, you know, we've talked about this. They have fucking nets outside of the buildings mm. so that, you know, not so many people will. I mean, even though right. I don't know how well this net's going to hold, if you drop 20 fucking, you know, 10 stories into a fucking net, you're not going to be okay. Right. You're not going to be like, you're Are not you? going to work the you're next not? day. Really? No, dude, ropes. Dude, let's say you drop 10 stories. Let's say you drop 30 feet into a rope. It's going to hurt, bro. It's not going to feel You think great. you might just fall through it? Like, in pieces, no, I, you know? I think that you're going to like, like hit, you're going to hit it. Like, <laughs> oh no, dude, actually quick tangent. You ever seen the old, the original resident evil, whenever they enter into that, uh, that elevator that has lasers and like, they start jumping around the lasers. And so the laser then forms a grid, a grid pattern. And the guy like gets cubed up. Nice. <laughs> because like nice also nice. he does like you... like one of the guys does, he does like a split then he does like a jumping flip and then also the computer's like fuck you and covers the whole thing in a grid pattern <laughs> and then when the door opens he just like falls apart like like Cubes. cube by cube um anyways but either way that's what you know i this is this has been going on forever you know i mean that's and and, and this happens everywhere how it is i mean if you look at i remember for walmart remember the american made thing where they basically yeah. were using slave labor nike uses slave labor who doesn't use slave labor right name me a corporation a major corporation that doesn't do this so it's just um, sad that we hmm. continue to permit this who to occur major corporation manufacturers right and the manufacturing corporation Dude, any of actually any of them i mean yeah remember all roads lead to china when it comes to development and when it comes to economic any type of financial gain or discounts going to come from china so you could basically say anyone outsources to china or india or somewhere else and they're essentially not paying their workers very well either i mean Everyone does it. That's kind of the American way. Yeah. But why not admit to it? Well, because, why, you know, I mean, optics. why does Apple have to block this thing? Optics. You know? Optics. Just like Nike blocked when they're. Their 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 shoes are being made by twelve year olds in sweatshops. Oh yeah, that's why that. LeBron James, you know, stopped talking about China. I mean, these it's all about money, in the end. Right. And so this is that's the American dream, bro. That's what it is. Hmm. Maybe I could start making stuff over there. Huh? Oh boy. Make and here money. comes and that and you know what? This is this is <laughs> it, this, Rick's about to get the art school rejection. Um and so oh, with that, I think it's a time for a quick breaky poo. <laughs> yeah. Breaky poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's why don't we? Why don't we take a little breaky poo? Take a little BP and wait your whistle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, without further ado, I think we will take a break. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the breaky poo. That was just breaky poo was pretty dope. I unexpected, you. unexpected, and very magical. So let's take a little magical break and twirl our little magic fucking baton and 
have this little fairy tale of a break. <laughs> we'll see you shortly. underway ben you wanted to kick off this first topic with a little telescopic advancery yeah <laughs> what I do like we think that. <laughs> I like that that was so scientific the way that rolled off your tongue okay. um yeah so i just wanted to uh, just i wanted to congratulate nasa um on a wonderful 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 day on christmas day the world got a wonderful christmas gift the launching of the james webb telescope that will be cruising over to lagrange point two which for all you people that have lives um it's roughly a million miles away it's a it's a little bit longer orbit than our moon around this so it's a it's a, it's a it's a big day it's a great time to be alive this particular telescope will see further than we've ever been able to and not only that it's going to be able to utilize the infrared spectrum so what that means is they're going to get way sharper images, be able to collect more light, more detail, um, and really actually start studying exoplanets, which, you know, while we've always known have been around, the discovery of them have really not taken place except for the last 20 years or so, where it's really kind of become pretty, uh, I think now there's 3,800 of them. So now with this telescope, they'll be able to go further back, see way more, and maybe get a little bit more resolution to what occurred at the beginning of our universe. So it's it's exciting times, guys. I'm I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty pumped. I think this also has the ability to look at spectral analysis of planets, in particular for signs of life, which is also cool. Signs of life. I just being wanna like, see huh? a clear picture of the black hole. You know how we we got That'd that great. grainy picture of the black yeah. hole. Well, that, I yeah, want to see something clearer. You know. Well, this is, dude. Remember, so uh, yeah. Hubble Hubble took those pictures, right? And Hubble, I believe, has a six meter aperture. I believe the James. Hold on, the the Webb Telescope, and uh, and yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing live googling um <laughs> oh, oh wow God. live googling <laughs> very nice very... you know that's such an obvious googling. that's such an obvious phrase but i don't think i've ever heard it before live googling live googling, live, live googling. let's see so i like, I like it it's I, i'm doing my best doing my best uh, doing good. so i i'm looking at a picture and it looks like a giant it's a telescope. big big telescope so okay so the primary hubble mirror is roughly a little bit taller than the standard man at about 2.5 meters the one what's that in, in american that's about seven <laughs> foot tall for all of our americans the james webb primary mirrors compile to be over seven of uh, pretty much seven meters in height 
And if you were to put the primary Hubble in the spectrum of it, you could fit probably looks like six or seven of them in the same space that the Webb telescope is going to be utilizing. So it's kind of cool. It's pretty, pretty amazing. So I'm pretty stoked. The resolution we're going to get will be significantly more than Hubble. It's apparently been a dream for this, for several scientists for over 30 years. I've been working on this project. So hmm. it's a big deal guys, big deal. I think, we're really going to start getting an idea of what's out there now. And hopefully it leads to other projects where we have bigger scopes or, or something, you know, where we can really start looking out and seeing what else is going on out there. But it's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah. I, I'd love for it to show some industrial gas in some planet. And there's no explanation other than just some type of like byproduct of like, you know, some type of industrial revolution or something. It would just, to me, it would just be awesome if somehow this is, what definitively proves there's something else out there. Fuck yeah. Like an alien industrial revolution. going Right. Exactly. Down. Like all of a sudden be like, Oh fuck dude. We're seeing like fucking coal burning or, you know, or something, something yeah. I mean, it probably won't be. I, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. I'm talking on my ass when I say coal, but coal. you know, yeah. Coal or something. It's going to be, it would just be awesome. If some crazy chemical byproduct that's not organically possible is, is cited are viewed are the wave spectrums there and we know definitively holy shit there's people on omicron perseus 8 <laughs> aka futurama okay. and they're out to get us you know they hate all humans so but that being said I, I think this is a great day for science i think it's a really cool thing and i really hope that in the end you know um, we achieve something really cool with this you know there was this one movie uh, a while back on netflix I guess back when Netflix was still kind of brand new, um, there was some scientists like that who found a planet with a telescope. And when they went to the planet, they figured out that it was uh, a human society that was about 500 years behind where present day. So, you know, they still had like Visigoths and, and empires and stuff like that. It was very medieval, like, because they were about 500 years before. Oh, that's cool. um, yeah, dude, it was a really, really neat concept. And then scientists, kind of um they made a base there a hidden base where they could um study this society I've of, seen of this. humans i've huh? seen this i've seen this show. it was a black and white movie i've seen this where I've where seen. was this it was on netflix it was on netflix. it was on netflix right yeah i've seen this i just cannot for the life of me remember the name of it and you know they've re they've revisited that concept in so many sci-fi movies you know after that yeah yeah, yeah stargate a bunch of them did like those it's really cool anyways continue yeah. i'm sorry no, no, no. I, and it wasn't even in English. It was like in, like in Russian or something. Fucking Russian. Um, Always ahead of the curve. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Risky. Yeah. But can this thing detect comets? Ah, yeah? you, ah exactly. It's <laughs> like whenever you're in fourth grade and you fail the, the, the vision test they do at school and you have to go to the eye doctor and they give you glasses and then all of a sudden like, oh, whoa, like I can see the chalkboard. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you have that kind of resolution, just as you said, Rick, you could potentially witness a comet that may be uh, coming your way. <laughs> there's a there's a recent Netflix movie, Don't Look Up, that touched on this concept. Rick, uh, you were the one who brought this to the table. Yeah. And I did. Uh, I watched most of it this afternoon after you'd brought it up because I'd heard about it prior to you uh, discussing this or sharing it with us. What did you think about the flick? 
Um, man, when I saw this movie, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, it wasn't as funny as the movies I've seen, but the concept uh, and, and their take on present day society and how we would deal with a crisis like an incoming comet, man, their their take on this is spot on. Um, yeah. It's got a it's got a very star studded crew. You got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, uh, just to name a few of the main characters um, that were there. And uh, Meryl Streep places uh, places aloof president who's more concerned about winning elections and optics than actually solving the problem of an incoming comet uh, the size of Mount Everest coming towards Earth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, man, this, this movie just, it, it, it takes, it's supposed to be satire, but I don't know if you can call it satire when you look at it and you're like, yeah, that can actually fucking happen. And Right, yeah, it's almost not satire. Like, it's almost not satire. Because no, it's not. This thing was Benjamin. You, t- you said this. This was written and filmed before COVID hit. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah. And a lot of the things, knowing that, and a lot of things that we see now today with COVID, closely mirrors what this movie was actually talking about. Yeah. And it's a. Predi- um, it's a. Well. Uh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Check, but like, it's a predictable. Like with, if you did study the media, you know, prior to COVID, well, COVID just like highlighted the shit. It put it right in front of our face. But obviously, these patterns existed long before uh, the global pandemic. Uh, the global pandemic just like almost put it right on your dinner table, you know, on a fucking plate with a pig with an apple in its mouth. So this, this movie, though, uh, very smartly dissects all these things and really like weaves in um government sort of role the media's role uh your average person yeah the scientist role the way that science science is turned in to uh this political thing and that how the distrust of your average person because they're watching these basically this fucking circus and they're like the fuck is actually going on what do i even think about this shit and then even the people who are smart enough to to see behind the curtain and get the whole thing almost go too far because they out they overthink the whole thing and it's like well no if you only realize there's some line in the movie where they're like i think jennifer lawrence character says it to these guys and she's like no like you you're giving them too much credit like all your theories are actually giving them too much credit. You think they're smarter than they are. It's really just more fucking buffoon. Yeah. It's more buffoonery than than, than any of this, but but anyway, no, the movie is fucking, I thought it was great. Um, And it's almost like a fuck. It's almost like a skip the noise 2021 or year in review. Honestly, there's so many things that that (laughs) as I was watching this, that we, we had touched on or, or just, not so much the thing it's a fictional movie right but like the the aspects of 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 how these things uh like like i said before the government the media the science how all these things play into and also too it touches on it's got that character who's like the the bezos uh amalgamation with zuckerberg and elon Musk or like whatever <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> yeah the got, billionaire yes exactly and um Man, this fucking and then well here, let's bring this up too. So Rick and I obviously agree that this thing is very, very smart and touches on so many things that are 
like I said, it doesn't even seem like satire because this is actually how shit is. Um, but you said the the reviews or this thing is getting bashed by yeah, critics. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. It's getting smashed. It's that's by the critics. To me, to me, that's the most interesting part. Because what the fuck? That seems bullshit. All right, right? so here's the thing. What's it's it, what's it's your... complete bullshit. And so, okay, so the way the movie is written... The way that the characters are set up, I, it was supposed to have mirrored maybe the Trump administration. Okay, I yeah. think Meryl Streep was supposed to be Donald Trump, right? And then the chief of staff was probably supposed to be, um, you know, one of the sons, uh, Donald Trump Jr. or something. That's how, it, right. yeah, yeah, the, that's how the, it kind of the Jonah it. Hill character, the Jonah Hill character was supposed there. to be uh, Donald Trump Jr. I think. Um, but they moved this movie, they pushed it over to now the Biden administration, and. If you didn't know this, if they hadn't made so many references to like red hats and everything, you would have thought that this was the Biden administration that they were talking about as well. Yeah. Because I could they're see both it. bought out by these billionaires. And in the movie, it's so funny because they're, you know, they're talking about how they're going to knock down this, this comet headed towards Earth. And the, the billionaires in the back, you know, calling the president over to say something to them. And, and, and Jennifer Lawrence's character is like, what is he doing here? And they're like, well, he's uh, the Eagle Platinum donor, so he gets high-level security. Yeah, the Eagle Platinum, <laughs> dude. Fuck, yeah. He's, you know? he's above. Uh, yeah, he gets into the, the backstage. He's got the backstage passes. Yeah. He's, he's got the keys to get, like, when you're at the airport and there's, like, riots outside and the fucking there's no AC and the place is burning down because the fucking workers are striking, you get to go in that little lounge where they serve you fucking mint, yeah. julep, mint juleps and you get to watch the fucking... Alabama, oh, yeah. Georgia game. The MX Lounge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. It's really nice. Um, but I bet, I bet you have. <laughs> no, it really is. It's also hidden too for that yeah. for that very reason. No, you don't want the plebeians to see you in there no, enjoying a, enjoying a nice tasty cold beverage. So, no. you know, going off topic. So the way you get into the MX Lounge at Bush Airport is um, you have to go through like fucking Terminal D, which is like separated from the rest of the airport. And then there's like a secret elevator between like two two like little stands, two little, little restaurants. It's like a, I don't know, something that sells. Um, Jesus Christ, it sounds like a Hardy eggs. Boys novel to get in that. And no, it does. Yeah. So it's, it's a red elevator. And so you press a button and it takes you <laughs> up Hardy into the, the, the rear door opens because it's a double-sided elevator. So the rear door opens and you end up in this hallway it's empty. There's nothing in it except a door at the very end. And that's the Amex lounge. You go in there and uh, it, you're right. They, it's, it's like a, like a ball in there. I mean, you, there's lounges, there's um, what else is there? Um, free food, free alcohol, free, you know, CNN, I guess, you know, free um, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's really nice. So anyway, it's really, it's hidden. You, you kind of have to know where it is. Um, you have to call the Amex people and ask them where it's at. Well, this is this is crazy though. It seems to be like I mean, it has a star-studded cast. I, I I have to admit, I have not watched the movie. I will watch it though. I'm going to watch it probably this uh, this week. Um, it seems to have a star-studded cast. Seems to be just a big, you know, uh, it it it, it kind of is a reflection of what's happening now. I think probably what the critics don't like mainly is I think there's parts of the movie that, you know, talks about the subversion of media. And it, it, I think media is still trying to act as if it's not coercible. Like it's oh. still 
open. And I think yeah, anytime so someone stupid. makes it, it's so dumb. Everyone knows that. Like if you actually think anything written now isn't for clicks or, or to try to be sensational, then or it's not woke. That's really what you have here. Right. So basically, I think these type of movies expose it. I mean, imagine Wag the Dog in these days. Yeah. Like movies like that. Yeah. Imagine yeah, things is. like that. How primitive does Wag the Dog seem now? Oh, right. Like, but it's like it's the same. It's a, it's the yeah, same idea. Same type concept. Same it's type sa- of shit. It's the same idea, but like how how accelerated and how overwhelming is yeah. the enemy? Yeah. Like in Wag the Dog, right? The enemy is so much more under-equipped yeah. than the enemy now. Like the enemy now is in your fucking soul. Yep. They've yep. penetrated into your fucking soul at this point. It's they really have crazy. And so anyone that criticizes their structure, their 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 castle uh built upon lies and shit, um they attack. They attack. You know, it's just like because it just holds a mirror up to themselves. And oh, so they'll wow. attack it for just menial reasons, you know. You know that uh the characters Leonardo DiCaprio's character is uh one of the main scientists, you know, yeah. the seasoned the seasoned scientist who who discovers this thing along with Jennifer Lawrence, and he starts off, you know, trying to warn the world on a on a talk show on a news talk show that there's a comet coming, and so what ends up happening over the course of the of the movie is he ends up becoming more of a celebrity because he comes on this show so much, and uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of camera appeal, and he's been trained by the media on how to say things. Um, he ends up showing up on magazine articles and, you know, magazine covers and so forth. And he ends up becoming a celebrity almost, you know, over, over the course of this, over the course of the movie. And I almost see that as a, as a Fauci kind of character. Yeah. You know, Fauci, when he came out, he was just the the voice of science, the the scientist who's going to talk about the virus. Yes. and no, because AIDS, remember he was number, Fauci's been around since HIV though, right? He's, yeah, a, he's but he's already a government employee. He's, you know, he, he's a government employee. He's not right, supposed right, to be right. a celebrity. But now, I mean, look at Fauci now. He's a household name. He comes out on these talk shows. He's a he's magazine throwing covers. Pitches. He's throwing pitches. Throwing pitches. Yeah. I, you know, this is, <laughs> it's exactly how the movie had predicted it. How we yeah, would treat no, someone who would. It's very similar. It's a similar. Very similar. Similar phenomenon. Because like. It, yeah, it's the celebrity science or the, the celebrity authoritative voice. So he's the expert, right? He's yeah. the expert that you can trust. He's, but he's revealed himself obviously to be bought and sold. Um, and that's the only difference in the movie in the real life is that Leonardo's Di- Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character, we sort of sympathize with because he's like the you know, the protagonist or whatever, but whereas Fauci is like, fucking like it's <laughs> revealed that he's like, he just says whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know? Well, you're not a too. I mean, he starts saying whatever. No, that's the fuck true. He no, 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 to no. Say. You're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, back, because, I should uh, sort of backtrack on that. Cause yeah, he, yeah. That, they, they sort of touched on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the, uh, when they abort the real plans to destroy the comment, they go for the alternative that was brought up by the billionaire. Uh, he starts shilling for the billionaire, like, "Hey, you know, this may work. If you know, if you have any doubts, please give us a call." Um, until someone just knocks some senses into him, they're like, "Dude, are you? Do you realize what you're saying?" 
of course, that hasn't happened to Fauci yet, but um, well, but yeah. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that you're starting. Rand Paul is trying to knock it back into him, but no. Well, no, Fauci's already back. He, he's backtracked this whole time. I mean, masks don't work. Masks work. They don't work. You need oh the first shot. Now you need the second shot. The third shot, and, and now oh you know this that. I, I think they're always backtracking. I think it's just part of that culture with 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 what's kind of the celebrity scientist right now. But yeah. Now, I'm definitely adding this one to my watch list, guys. I gotta, I gotta check, check this shit out because yeah. anything that pisses people off, I tend to enjoy, anyways. And like, Benji AKA and I have been Dave Chappelle's special was fucking great, huh? Uh, cool. Benji and I've been pretty coy about the, the 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 real details of this movie because it's yeah, please. The, the, the I, I twists and turns. I don't want to be too. No, I know the twists and turns on. this movie takes. You're like, what the fuck? Like, first you're like, what the fuck? And then you're like, yeah, it makes sense. See? You know, like <laughs> it can happen. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna uh, be. Let, I, I, please continue to be quiet. I do want to check this movie out. It does sound okay. like it's really, really fun. But uh, and for everyone out there, and skip the noise universe. Please check it out too. And uh, you know, if there's some some other parallels we don't see or some ideas. Please drop a line. Let us know because you know what? I'd be. I think that's a fascinating discussion point. You know, mm-hmm. it is. Man. I, th- yeah. I think. I think. I love movies like that. I love movies that. You can't tell the difference between it and real life. You're almost so, like, is this a documentary? You know, exactly, dude. That's what exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. And yeah. the thing is, is that uh, so I was reading a little bit about it. It's supposed to be euphemism for climate change. Yeah, climate change. That's what the guy yeah, actually wrote it for. That's what. But this is pre-COVID, and so now that COVID has hit, man, like <laughs> it, it almost <laughs> sticks. It sticks better. It sticks like, better, yeah. It's oh, yeah, and but it's he should have just said he wrote it for COVID. Yeah. No, oh, well, but what's interesting though is that the fact that it is a different thing, like it's not a a pandemic or it's not like a disease. Uh, it's a comet that's coming. Almost like allegorically works even better because it's like, like you're gonna die. Like they say in the beginning, like yeah, yeah it's 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 a hundred percent that this thing is going to. <laughs> <laughs> destroy the earth like it's not up for debate like it's gonna destroy earth and uh in the reaction to that is like that's that's what sets off it's off to the races so like, yeah. present presented with shit. the presented with the information that like oh yeah in six months extinction level event is guaranteed to happen you know what i mean and then the reaction is that's yeah that's and like then what it would be the the only reason the the president gets involved is very similar to what we we're just talking about with kamala harris mm-hmm. moving on to these other issues yep um very oh, similar right. yeah because it's it's all about the polls and the midterms and it's all about this the comment, polls no this comet's yeah. about to hurl to earth and, and cause mass extension and they're more worried about the midterms right oh, <laughs> like there's going to be anything after and that's the only part that like Oh God! But it, that's it, just short sight, right? Of of politics no, right that, now. It, no, exactly. exactly. All so about that. It, I love it. I love it. I I think I love movies that do that. I it love takes it. It takes it that. to the extreme to where, yeah, fuck. <laughs> we're already there, right? <laughs> yeah, like I logically, mean, it doesn't make any sense, but yet that's still the drive. It's not, it's not satire, guys. It's this is a reality. No, it's real shit. It's real shit. This is what this is the world you live in. This is the yeah. Yeah, this is um dude, like I I watched that movie and usually you're supposed to walk out of that movie saying, ah, 
that was funny because it would never happen. Ha ha. It was, no, I'm just like, fuck, dude, this, this can actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's not already happening already from the way that, you know, there's just so many parallels that you can draw between what seems like the, the, the overall theme of this movie versus the overall theme that we're, we're dealing with now. It, it's, it's funny. It's funny. You know, if it, if it, the only thing that pisses off the people that are mad about it is it's because no one is 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 viewing the situation it was supposed to be about, but rather now they're drawing inferences to the situation we're currently in, which is against yeah. what they would want it to be, you know? Yeah. So I, I get you. Had this not been, had we have never had COVID, this movie would probably be number one, 98%. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, because yeah. you know their woke ass would be like, "Oh, climate change! This movie is going to save us." But since you can draw parallels to COVID, anything that goes against COVID, you know? and I liked it because yeah, you're right. It, it draws parallels to COVID, and um, oh. it, you can really use it to criticize both administrations, the Trump and the Biden administration. Yep, and their yep. handling of of this situation. All right, um, and, and if you go back, probably other administrations, it yeah. just shows the dysfunction in our political system. Yeah. Huge dysfunction. And there's a side story with a Supreme court nominee. That is super funny. Oh, oh yeah. you got, you got pumped the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this there's movie. Side up story there. It's yeah. so funny, man. Y'all need to have a circle jerk without me on the damn thing. Cause I want to, I got to catch this. I do want to see this now. You guys have got it all pumped up for me. Well, you know, and speaking of uh, scientists, there was one thing I want to touch on um, nuts. before we get into our, uh, inevitable predictions for 2022. I do want to, I want to take a little bit of time. We've done this a couple of times on the show. There, there's an article that came across my, uh, my path talking about a new continent that may exist. And so I'm just going to lead you with this. The missing continent took 375 years to find. So apparently there is some new continent or some hidden continent um near new zealand yeah <laughs> scientists okay so anyway they just hit the news recently but i want to read a couple little uh passages from this this article here so it was 1642 and abel tasman was on a mission the experienced dutch sailor who sported a flamboyant mustache bushy goatee and a penchant for rough justice he later tried to hang some of his crew on a drunken whim was confident of the existence of a vast con- continent in the southern hemisphere and determined to find it. At the time, this portion of the globe was still largely mysterious to Europeans, but they had an unshakable belief there must be a large landmass there, preemptively named Terra Australis. That's interesting. To balance out their own continent in the north, the fixation dated back to ancient Roman times, but only now was it going to be tested. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't really want to go any further with this, but I just wanted to really <laughs> get into those first two paragraphs just because it's exciting for me to read the fucking news. But um, I don't know, man. Is this a new... I don't even know much about this. Did y'all hear about this? Yeah. Uh, that, well, that I've always... I, okay, so amongst like the ancient alien, aka like freakoids like myself, um, there's always been talk that there's that other parallel uh, continent so they actually have a couple of names for it. And I'm drawing blanks right now, but this has been kind of touched upon that there was something there. There's been something there. I think don't they call it Laconia. I forgot the name of what they're calling it, but 
but there has been talk of this missing continent for quite a while. So it's, it's interesting now that, you know, a lot of people would have called these people like, like real, just, you know, completely unbiased science and everything. And it's just kind of weird that they actually start finding something out there, you know? So it's, it's pretty, it's actually pretty fascinating, but nonetheless, hidden continents, Zealandia, Zealandia, Zealandia. Imagine one day your, your great, great grandchildren will go to school in Zealandia, Zealandia. Zealandia. That but, sounds like a, like a German area. Like yeah, Switzerland, Zealandia. Oh, Zealandia. Zealand. Deutschland. Deutschland. Ah, Germania. Yep, there you go. There goes Rick. Get ready. <laughs> Preparing what? for his speeches. No. But oh, hey. but moving on. This What's is the happen? big moment, guys. This is the moment where we we open up the books of time and see if we can look a little forward. And our predictions for what will be 2022. Um, you know, I don't remember what we said last year, but I'm pretty fucking sure everything kind of worked out that way. Pretty I think, much. I think, um, uh, me and I think, uh, I think the, what was our discussions? I forgot. We, we, we definitely, we made the, some amazing. The one guesses. thing I think we, the only thing we kind of fell short, we were a little, we were a little more bold in our prediction for it. It didn't really quite They're flesh out the way we thought it was. They're still there. They're fucking there. They're fucking there. We created a whole subcommittee and a new fucking arm. Yeah. You know, they're fucking there. They're just people are being dicks about it. Um, who wants to start off? Who wants to go with the I'll big? Oh, oh, all right. Like go for it. Python. Like, dropping like it like it's hot. All right. So I'm going to throw a prediction for 2022. I think. People are going to realize that Queen Elizabeth hasn't aged or died. Oh. And we're going to try to figure out why. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that oh they're going to try to find out she's not human. Okay. Okay. Mm. Well, we know that Rick's fucking <laughs> prediction is not going to. I don't dude, see this at all. Happening. Hey, dude. <laughs> I'm I don't know, say, man. I've been, I've been seeing a lot of before and after pictures of this lady, and she has not aged. She stopped aging like back in 2000. <laughs> uh that's 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 where she she ends um anyway that's more that's more of, a, of the tinfoil hat i think what's going to happen in 2022 <sighs> more of the same you know sadly oh fuck dude i'm sorry man but no one's gonna okay this covid thing no one's gonna look over the power no it's oh yeah nobody's gonna, gonna look over the power of this covid it's, it's going, going on gonna, yeah they're gonna hold on to it they're gonna hold on to it Jesus Christ. And uh it's gonna get worse. Oh, man. Why? Because it's just power, dude. These assholes yeah. love power. The the that's the only reason they get into politics. Normal people like me and you don't get into politics because we don't require power. Uh, but these guys do. Well, like know? I said, you're just one art school of rejection away from entering the politics. Yeah, bro. I know, but uh okay, I can see it. How's that? I have an eye <laughs> for it. <laughs> I have Let's an see. eye for it. Let's see. So, All right. That's you, my so prediction. you think things are going to stay about the same? There's not going to be much movement. You think we'll have further lockdowns, et cetera. I think the stock market's going to stay stagnant at mm -hmm. best. Stagnant. I think uh, crypto is going to continue its upward and downward cycles, like uh, you know, digital Ponzi scheme that it is. It is. But you know what? Cash in on it when you can, man, um, before it gets regulated. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I see if I had to go and be bold, um, I think we'll see the rise of VR. 
this next year. There's going to be a substantial increase in VR. I think the metaverse, things of that nature, um, you're going to see a lot more people jumping into VR, not just for the gaming purposes, for but for the actual avatar play. I think uh, you're. I, I really think that we're on the precipice of heading towards a towards like not necessarily like Ready Player One because that's you know way ahead of what we what we're at, but at some point um, we're kind of heading that way. So I think a big jump in VR. I do also see, and like I said, I, I hinted on earlier. I do really think. 2022 will see some type of student debt resolution. It may not be completely canceled, but I think that I think the common sense approach may be pulled out. I really think that that interest interest on student loans will be dissolved. I think all student loan debt will be will have will be interest free. And I think that's going to be a big, big thing. I think we're going to see that in this next year. Also, I hate to say this. Also, but I also see the rise of Kamala Harris in this administration. More so than ever, I think they're going to prop her up this year to prepare for 24. So those are my little things. And in regards to COVID, I really think Omicron was the way out. I think by next summer... We're out of this whole thing, but we'll see. And okay. Uh, last but not least, I'll go ahead and say mine. And it kind of touches on a lot of the same things you guys have been talking about. My prediction is that this is the, the year, like Ben said, with the VR and everything, but to expand a little bit further, I think this is the year of no turning back. This is where they've collected this whole thing with the, collecting our data and that our thought patterns and our buying patterns and all of our patterns, they understand it so well, then they start to, this is where the shift happens and that people start to with the fucking NFTs and VR and virtual living your life, Bitcoin, digital currency, everything existing. COVID was the wedge that drove the fucking crowbar that separated those two blocks and it moved it apart from the real reality to the created reality. And that's where 2022 is the year where that launches. Uh, you know, that's why billionaires are trying to become intergalactic and that shift has started. Planetary. Planetary. We're starting to get intergalactic planetary. Uh, I, that's, that's what I see. But I also see that um, I still think they drag on i think we're on booster seven by december of 2022 <laughs> I, I still think that they play this in the background i still think that um they've just created a cash cow and they're not going to let it go uh regardless of how much the public is over it they're just going to still keep pushing it out um they got you to wear masks they got you to get fucking vaccines that they created overnight they got you to do all that shit they're going to keep doing that and they're going to keep sliding even more things in but from different angles that you're not going to be able to see. And uh, yeah, could be hey, interesting. Have these vaccines been peer reviewed, Benji? <laughs> peer reviewed. I know, right? <laughs> no, no, they have not. Uh, <laughs> no such right. thing. No such thing. Keep that in mind when you watch a movie, Ben. Well, fuck you guys. 
You fucking guys are just God, a bunch of Debbie Downers over here. Well, as we approach our our apparently uh uh what is it? Uh the the outcome of uh state control and decimation by COVID and market stagnation and the rise of the uh of the one known as Kamala. Uh I think that's a good way to to put a note on the end of this year. Uh like to say there's uh it's been a it's been an interesting year for all of us. Uh, a lot of things have happened to to all of us personally. We've all gone through some stuff. So I like to kind of kindly say fuck you 2021. Um you know I'm not gonna say I love 2022 yet because probably gonna have to say fuck you 2022 also but there were some uh, some great people we lost, and uh, yeah, it was a tough year. So to everyone that uh, kind of rode the train out with us, that dealt with the, that's going through what's going happening, and just life in general, just uh, remember, in the end, and 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 every day, all this shit's gonna happen. Horrible things are gonna happen. The world's gonna be this or that. But just remember. You can control your part of your own universe. You can control your part of your days and your life, and you can still bring light to others. So with that being said, uh, that's my, that's my piece out to 21 and uh, uh, my parting words. Yeah. I, I just want to say one thing real quick. Um, Shout out to all the fellow podcasters we've worked with uh, throughout this year, especially to uh, deep MCs. Uh, shout out to Shepard and Aaron uh, put together a good show. I think they start, I can't remember what month, um, but that's a show that, you know, I was close to and watched that thing come off of the ground. So I'm really proud of what you guys have done. I'm also proud of what skip the noise family has done. This is going on a year and a half. Now this is the second fucking close out the year show we've done. That puts a little perspective. All right. So I'm, I'm really proud of how, um, all of a sudden it's like, boom, blink of an eye. I realized that as we were preparing for tonight's show, I was just like, holy shit, we're making predictions for next year for the second time. That's crazy. Um, so if you stuck with us and you've listened this whole time, uh, that's amazing. And that's a beautiful thing. I really appreciate your, your listening and, and staying with us and some people who actually get their news from skip the noise. I like to think of us as for, we're a podcast for people that have a long commute home late at night that want to put some crazy shit on, on those long drives where they're about to fall asleep before they uh, pull into that driveway or the apartment complex or wherever the fuck you stay. But anyway, uh, I appreciate all the listeners. Um, Keep spreading the word, share it with a friend. Uh, Have a great new year. Be safe. Don't get too fucking crazy. Like I did last year. Uh, I'm trying to redeem myself. Hopefully it won't be as tumultuous as uh, if you want to, you can go back and find that episode. That'd be a fun little project for you to do. But Rick, you got anything, any partnering words for the the last uh, show of the year? Um, No, man. I think it's been fun doing this show with you guys for the last, uh, what is it? Two years now? Year and a half. Year and a half. Wow. Times go by really fast. But you know what though? In that year and a half, I mean, think about it. We, we go through shit in our lives and then we come together every week and we, we perform this podcast. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's been fun. So anyway, yeah. putting in a it. shift, another skip the noise shift, not to clock yeah. out. Yeah. That's what we do. I wonder if my kids are going to be like, you know, 10 and we're still going to be doing this show every week. Wow. I, I, I hope so. I really yeah. do. I hope so. Yeah. 
Uh, here's to that. And here's yeah. to 2022. Everybody have a safe, happy new year. I uh, yeah. hope you had, hope you had a Merry Christmas. And even if you didn't, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. Just there, <laughs> find some positive things to latch onto and keep going. Cause that's, uh, it's not going to get any easier. I hate to tell you, but hopefully your day is wonderful. Your weekend is wonderful and we will see you next week. Take care. Have a good Love you, mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh,